0: Welcome back everybody to the Fandalorian Club here on Apocalypse Movies. My name is Jake Berlin. I'm your host here for the evening. And we have one extra member for the first time this season. Uh, he is the third part of the Fandalorian Club, but he's only been able to be on this show so far. Mr. Gio Ramos has joined us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gio, how you doing, man?
1: Good. You guys ready? You guys ready to drag me along and help fill in the lore and the names and all these uh you know different planets and whatnot no oh. it's good to be back it's 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 nice you know i just i uh, saw the last two and i was just like oh i want to get back here man because like andor's legit been like unlike anything i've seen in a while you know certainly from the disney plus era and the streaming series but you know
0: that's a whole other conversation i'm doing good happy to be here Awesome, awesome, and Mr. Brian Avellino, you're uh, at the Old Madres, but how you doing? Mm-hmm. Chilling. That's about it. Can't
2: complain yet. Fair. Away from Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So Just very quiet. Very quiet. I love not hearing the church bell go off every hour, the ambulance, uh, and no. How is uh? How is the Zodiac Killer? Uh, still probably hasn't been caught. Um, How's the, the meatloaf, Brian? The meatloaf. She hasn't even been home yet. So, cause she had a staff meeting tonight. So haven't hey, had well, a chance to yell
1: at her.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> no meatloaf just yet. She hasn't even been home yet. So, fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. Uh, Samir, just to answer your little comment here about character names. We have all of the character names in our private chat, so we don't forget names. There's um, so many. It's just they're they're too confusing at this moment in time, so we literally type them out in our private chat on StreamYard uh, so and we can use it as reference. So And it's like, you know, like, is it worth knowing
1: this person's name by heart if they're going to get killed off the next episode or whatnot? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a feel for who the main players are going to be. You know, after all, it is, what, 12 episodes this
2: season, right? Yeah, I learned Nemec's name, and he's for sure getting killed off the next episode.
0: So I think yeah, they, they all are. Probably. I think I think there's a chance they all die next episode. So, yeah. Um, oh,
1: man. They are gonna get the slipknot treatment. Probably.
0: So we'll talk about it, though. We'll talk about it, though. Uh, yeah. Look, we're here to talk episode five of Andor. Um, as my dogs are scratching at something. Yeah, I heard. It's, it sounds like. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Yeah. Well, no, that's the laundry currently. Oh. There's four minutes left on the cycle. So you're going to hear a ding, ding, ding here in a sec. Kylo. Hey, come here.
1: Can it's I like ask Brian a quick question? For food
0: or something, but anyway. Bri- yeah, go ahead. Brian,
1: you, Brian, you said church bells outside of uh, where you reside in Sacramento. Does that remind you of like Andor and a uh, ding ding? No, oh, I never no, thought about it, it
2: that way. But now that you put that in my head, it's probably gonna. I'm gonna probably imagine it.
1: A silver lining to your misfortunes. of yeah. Your surroundings.
2: Yeah, it's it's a good <laughs> day when I don't reckon like when it just passes by me but then there's some days that i hear every single one and i'm just like god this is annoying but, yeah gordon now i'm just gonna picture picture I'm the running. guy on the top of it now because there's literally like a little arch thing that looks just like the top of it i'm just gonna imagine that
0: now there you go um all right well before we get into episode five i want to throw it to Gio real quick because he has not been on for the first four uh, Gio, you don't have to go into super high detail about anything, but we're curious about your thoughts so far in Andor. Um, leaving everything out for episode five, because we're obviously going to get into it. What are, what are your thoughts on everything that is Andor uh, so far this season?
1: Oh, man, dude. Um, it's really a tale for me of, uh, you know, two halves. The first half is the first three episodes. And just that felt like, kind of its own little mini arc you know meeting Andor for the first time cassian and you know what he he is as a character you know and how he he comes off you know always keeping everyone around him on the edge you know because they're like whoa i haven't seen you in forever now you need something from me or where's my money in this and that you know (laughs) similar to characters we've seen before in star wars but That whole three episode beginning with uh, the battle with the local security, who I refer to as Renacops, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to be do the Imperial's work for what was their
0: official name again? I forgot what the corporate alliance is. The Corpus, the Corpus, the Corpus,
1: man, dude, what a a three part just you know, whole beginning to this uh, series. And then from there, it just elevates with um, Luthen, and uh, Skarsgård coming on board, and their relationship. It kind of reminded me of, uh, you know, I need to re- rewatch Solo, but Woody Harrelson and Young Solo, you know, kind of. Who plays Young Solo, Gio? Uh, Alden Ehrenreich. Who? There you go. We will see in the future of Star Wars. Mark my words. No insider hope news. So, hopefully. So. But yeah, I, I mean, just to I could go on and on, but I'm really, really enjoying it. And something about just the whole writing of dialogue, Tony Gilroy. You know, he's we know what he he is and what he's done. Uh, that's great. Just it feels cinematic. It does. We talked like about that. It. Yeah, you know, like I I don't know. Like it reminds me of what Harry Styles said about don't worry darling you know it feels like a movie like you're watching a movie for the big screen and it's just cinematic like i'm enjoying
0: it a lot more than i thought i would so yeah uh and geo just to answer your question i know gordon said it in the chat but i was gonna bring it up uh the series all of it are is being set up as three episode arcs so each three episode is like its own little storytelling in the big picture things yeah so the first three episodes that's why they fit together so well that's why they released them together and now we're moving into like this heist episode arc and then we'll move into something different and then but it's all going to be obviously in one giant storyline just broken up into three different sections or four different sections through the season and then in season two uh there will be 12 episodes again three episode arcs but every three episodes is one year of Cassian's life So the second season is four years leading up directly into Rogue One. Um, So it's a very unique type of storytelling they're doing for this show. And there's something to be said about how well done that
1: is, because I had no knowledge about that yet. I was able to pick up on that. And I'm sure once we see the next episode, you know, very much a cliffhanger, then it's going to be like, wow, that, you literally could without even knowing anything to be like, wow, this, this was an incredible, you know, two
0: parts and you know, the next ones that follow. So yeah, good on them. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. Uh, Let's get, let's get into this episode because there's, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, but also at the same time, there's not a lot to talk about the majority of the episode uh, follows Cassian as he's still kind of integrating himself into this rebellion camp. We get a lot more of these characters that we met for the first time last episode Um and kind of like where their mindsets are at, and them questioning Cassian a little bit, him uh trying to gain their trust. Um, there are some very interesting things that happen. We obviously got uh some some inside cool, you know, visual shots with Gorn at the Imperial base, which was really cool. We got a little bit of Mon Mothma, still not too much, but I feel like her story is going to come a little bit later on in the series or the season, excuse me. Um, compared to these first five or six episodes but brian let me, let me shoot it to you first uh just kind of quick immediate reaction to episode five so it's funny i'm giving this
2: show almost like i don't want to say a pass but like i'm almost kind of treating it different than other shows because like when you tr- like truly look at it like not a lot really happened this episode like in as any capacity like it was mostly just talking and like setup um it's
0: all but, character development
2: yeah but so like it's funny though because like where i would say like on other shows anything like oh this was like a filler episode this show is so much designed where it feels like just like a long movie that's broken up into bits that like, I almost looked at it like this was just another part of the movie. Like it didn't, it didn't like upset me that like nothing happened really. There was no action. Uh, Like it didn't bother me. Like, there's been shows that I'm just like, well, that was the filler episode. And I mean, like I said, nothing crazy happened. Did I absolutely like jump for joy and love it? Like, no, it's not like, but it's, at the same time, like I'm not treating it like another, any other show. It just felt like a part of the movie that was just in the middle. Like Gio and I were talking yesterday um, and you're going to roll your eyes, but like in the sense of like comparing it to like a Snyder cut where it was like six, like it was into little pit, like bits, like it's chapters, one long yeah. thing. It's almost like kind of like chapters that's happening. And it's just this long movie and it makes perfect sense. Now I didn't hear at- did the tony gilroy say it the three like oh yeah,
0: yeah that's been a thing for a little bit yeah
2: yeah i never heard that and it makes absolutely perfect sense now because literally the first three episodes there was like beginning middle end this is clearly doing beginning middle end if they're doing this in threes so like as i i didn't mind it like did anything really go crazy no did i hate it no was i like salivating to watch it again no because it was just literally the middle of the story part that's being told i i mean i don't know if that makes sense but it, it didn't like phase me i'm just literally like sitting here like all right give me the next episode so i could see the next
0: part no i i uh so for me i think it hits me a little differently and and i'm not saying that you guys aren't or anybody watching or whatever but Um, everyone knows how big of a television fan i am like i watch an enormous amount of tv shows Mm -hmm. uh it's it's kind of like a thing i just i enjoy tv storytelling and so i i've heard you know i've watched a couple reviews today you know i was listening to alex and molly earlier i'm hearing you say it um everyone has brought up kind of the pacing of the episode right and like the the idea behind the episode of taking its time it's a little slower to set up episode to me like i'm i'm almost used to it because this is what happens in television and i'm not saying that like other people don't watch television that's not what i'm saying but television series good ones they have episodes that do this they have episodes that take their time an episode you know it's a transition from one part to another or they take their time on one specific character or they step back from the main story and tell like a story of someone's origin from the past or whatever it may be. And so for me, it almost felt like a normal thing that was happening just because with all the TV shows that I I watch, it's usually what happens. Um, And I think a lot of people are being caught off by it because so far with Marvel and Star Wars. Like, of course they have their television, they have their TV feel, vibe. It's kind of set up that way. But for the most part, they're being made to feel like a movie. This is being made as a great television show. This isn't being made as a movie. But the funny thing is, it being made as a great television show has had us all saying, out of everything, it feels the most like a movie. It's it's like the weirdest thing to say because you know we talk about like Mando and Wandavision and Loki, and we've talked about how like it's these big, gigantic stories, and they're trying to make Star Wars for the small screen or Marvel for the small screen. They're literally making this for the small screen, but it feels like it deserves to be on a big screen. Where we haven't really had that so far with any of these shows. There's a couple episodes here and there, you know, that that have that feeling, but um, i really very much
2: sorry i was gonna say it feels very much like you could literally when this whole thing is over put it all in one imovie file and just clip the endings and just fold it together and it would literally just be a it's it's literally gonna be it's gonna be a
0: four-act movie it's gonna be a four-act movie um and i love the slow burn that it's giving us i do i think it's uh it's incredibly smart you know as as big and awesome that Rogue One was with all of its action, is it the heist element and everything down to its core? The film was about its characters. It was a it was a character study on Jin, Cassian, uh, you know, Baze. All of these characters that we met in that cheer movie. It. Cheer it, sure. Love and cheer. they're taking that and they're scaling it down to Andor, and they're doing a case study on uh, Cassian again, Luthen, uh, Vel. Uh, Nemec all of these characters we're now meeting instead of putting him in this big gigantic universe right with world ending stakes they're telling a smaller story they're they're slimming the scale down and focusing strictly on the characters and I love it I love how much they're taking their time they recognize that they have 12 episodes to tell whatever story they're telling and they don't need to go giant every episode right? Like, would have I have loved to have seen an action scene in this episode? Sure. I would have loved it. Like, of course, I'm not ever going to say no. But at the same time, the show is doing such a great job towards. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. I don't need it every episode. Completely agree. Like, I, I am totally happy seeing, like, the biggest, most intense scene in the episode was literally Skeen having a knife to Cassian's neck. That was the biggest intense moment of the episode. And I am totally fine with that.
2: So I loved the TIE Fighter flying through. Oh,
0: okay. I mean, I guess you can kind of that a little bit more. And I wanted to actually get into that a little bit later. I wanted I to say about that. that. Um, but I just I think the show is doing it so well. Like if we don't have to care about having a major action scene in the episodes and we're okay with the episode, that that's doing a great job writing a TV show. Mm-hmm. It's it's great storytelling, it's great screen writing, it's great character development, it's great everything. Um and Would you be open. Happens- Sorry. i was just gonna say and and or just it's it's hitting home runs left and right like it is currently winning the home run derby out of all the out of all the shows if they were to do this with all of the main rogue
2: one characters would you be interested in it like because i could absolutely Mm -hmm. see like a guardians of the will one like that one. yeah
0: i don't maybe i mean Honestly, like I just I kinda want to would... see Felicity Jones again as that's the only one I think I would want. Like, obviously, I would I would I would not disagree with a Bays and cheer one seeing yes, them and doing their Guardian of the Will, like sure. But I think the only one that I would really want personally is uh Jin with Saw as a 16 year old who was basically mm. a gun for hire, right? raised in this and it kind of it like the show ends with her leaving saw and then we pick back up with her in rogue one like i think that's the only one that i would really want i don't need them to make four different rogue one spinoffs you know what i mean i think i think you could very much do
2: one with bays and sure you can do one with Jin, and i don't think you really need anyone else
0: well you can do one with uh krennic
2: Oh, I see. I don't even need credit. I'm fine with credit, but I just think like it would be very, very interesting. And I can't think of something that's been done like that, where it was a movie. And then you now have like this group of characters and you have to uh, split Marvel. off different stories going Marvel, Brian. Yeah, but the movie, <laughs> they did the Avengers yes. and they split them off into solo movies. So <laughs> well, I was trying to think of the movie coming, the movie coming first and then.
0: No, that well, they've never done the movie first and then characters, but. Um, I just yeah. anyway, I think the Guardians anyway. of the Wills would be amazing. Yeah, for sure, because it's such a and, unique piece of Star Wars.
2: Rogue One is pretty this time period. And that movie is pretty well universally loved. So I think I mean,
0: I mean, I've heard many at, people say it's their favorite. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah. So I mean, where do you, like, know where you stand on Rogue One?
1: Oh, definitely the favorite of the Disney era star wars i can't go further back than that because you know a lot of the ones before that you know stand the test of the time for me nostalgia Fair. you know so we'll see how rogue one is in another
0: five years you know how people look at Fair. it or four years um yeah, all right so. let's let's get into Cassian's story in this episode just a little bit so we pick up obviously with them kind of picking up what they need to traveling to the camp. It's a little bit of a process. We see some confrontation between some characters. Skeen is obviously a little bit uh, hesitant towards Cassian and it's throughout the episode, um, we get some really good moments between Cassian and some other characters. Nemec has some really good moments. Um, we obviously have the moment where Skeen puts a knife to Cassian's neck and Cassian then ends up telling them a little bit of the truth of why he's there. Cause he was paid. That's all he basically said. He didn't say, what his name was, or or where he's from, or anything like that. But that he's basically a gun for hire.
2: That's kind of confused me. Because did they not say he's a mercenary? Like, isn't that the whole point of a mercenary?
0: Vel Vel and Luthen talked about that, not the group. Oh, okay, then that makes more sense. The group only knew, remember, uh, Luthen told Vel last, last episode, tell them that this has always been the plan. Mm, that's right, and that, that it was time that this is the only time we can get him in. That makes sense, and so no, they I didn't know that. that he was a mercenary, or not. I mean, a mercenary is like a harsh word, um, but we'll we'll, well use it for the letter, term letter he letter used. Term right now. Yeah, they use yeah. mercenary. Um, that makes sense. Now,
2: now I remember you, that all playing out because I was are yeah, so going. Didn't they literally use the word mercenary? Like, why are they shocked? And now no, just Luthan and Bell.
0: Yeah. That's right. Um, so he revealed himself a little bit to to obviously look, you gotta gain a little trust because you're going into a a life-threatening situation. Uh, and you need trust from everybody. And he told as much as he possibly could to get them to trust him a little bit, to kind of get them off his back about the kyber crystal, all that stuff, and told them what they needed to hear. That he's a gun for hire. Uh for a little help he's doing it for some money and if all goes well he gets paid and i think that's enough for the re- the rebels to understand all right well if he's here for some money then i guess we can go forward with this so Gio, uh what do you think about all this the, the kind of transition and build up to all of this and the reveal that cassian is a mercenary to the other rebellion other rebels. i like it i mean it, i
1: feel it's necessary because you know you're you're going into this whole mission and stuff, you'd hate for it to go sideways because of distrust or, you know, whatnot. I get the feeling that Cassian's going to be the one at some point during this mission to save his ass. And then that's when a full-on trust happens. Skene? Uh, Skeen, feel- yeah. Is it Skeen? Yeah. It's Skeen, right? Yeah, the one with the tattoos. Yeah, put, yeah. And plus, you know, they, they kind of already have a familiarity with each other you know um they were talking about like some detention center right or isn't that what his tattoo
0: was yeah they were they both know it and then Skeen also opened up about his brother obviously and why he's there
1: right right so it you're slowly starting to see you know them
2: i I guess trust each other although trust is a
1: strong word at this point yeah, I think and, he uh, said this is
2: like the closest you're going to get to an apology or something. The closest like that. you're
1: going to get to to an apology. Yeah, and um, meanwhile, you have uh, what's her face, the one who's in charge, just trying to keep Bell. everybody fell trying to keep everyone all together, you know, and whatnot. And she's obviously having secrets of her own on Cassian's behalf, so uh, it's a good it's a good tension to have, you know, as we make our way slowly toward
0: the mission agreed i mean you you have to have this character development at some point you can't just i mean you can sometimes with certain characters but you can't go into a fight like this and spend two episodes with these characters and not know them right like you have to know them a little bit uh and you know they talked about a little bit how uh you know nemec is all in he's he's a believer he is someone that He buys in on the situation. I where's my red flag. He kind of red flagged
2: me a little bit today. I was kind of like. How so? He's a little little bit crazy. Like you think he's like Imperial? No, 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 no. Oh,
0: okay. Well, that's what I thought you meant by red flag. No, no, no.
2: I'm talking like him and Saw would be like best friends. Like type like I saw something I was like. What moment are you talking about? Just, just in, like the way he was talking, like when he was speed talking and stuff. Like I think
0: he just talks really fast. I think it's just him.
2: He, I don't remember. He's passionate, Andy. Everyone's yes, that's passion- a
0: great way. It's a great way to say it. I don't know.
2: There was kind of maybe I mean, he like, has a
0: Star Wars form of ADHD or something. Brian. What if
2: he? I mean, what if what? Who's who's to say that Cyril's not passionate?
0: Cyril's a nut job. I'm, I was getting nut job from uh, No a way! Little, a little not bit. Not baby boy Nemec.
2: A little bit. I was kind of like Not, not baby boy Nemec. No. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I feel like almost they're kind of the same person on opposite sides of the spectrum. That's just me. Because like, I kind of was like like when he like just went I was just like He's a passionate human being, and he believes. He's a believer. I mean, he's going to be dead at the end of the next episode. So don't say it ain't so. We're watching Game of Thrones too much. Like, don't don't fall in love with characters because they're going to die. Like, it's...
0: Yeah, unfortunately, he's oh, totally yeah. biting the dust. He's completely biting the dust. <laughs> yeah. It oh, sucks, but I, he's totally dying.
1: Yeah, and I think their sacrifice is going to further propel Cassian into... See, now Believing I, with, in the alliance.
2: With what Geo said about he, uh, Cassian saving, uh, what's his Skeen? name? Yeah, um, I think Skeen's gonna save Cassian and say something about rebellion. That's just kind of like gonna stick with him.
0: Yeah, I think I think this. There's a reason why this is being shown. I think this is the moment that, like you guys said, kind of pushes Cassian to be a full on believer in what they're doing um and that they can they can take down the empire in small pieces um no matter how absolutely small they are uh i, I don't know i mean i'm interested i'm interested in what it comes down to of cassian saving Skeen or Skeen saving cassian uh i tend to believe that he might be the only one that makes it out um who do you, if other, you had to bet on someone saving someone i'm just
2: curious who what do you think because the way they're setting it up, it definitely gives that, like, I'm not going to trust you until the thing happens. And then something's going to happen where it's going to be like, I quickly trusted you. Like, I don't you, know. You get that vibe.
0: I think Nemec. I think Nemec and Sinta are going to survive with Cassian. Dude, not, I don't. There's like a little bit of that, like not that I don't
2: trust Cinta. Like I'm, like I don't know. She doesn't talk much. She's always kind of like in the background. I think she's a total badass. I I agree, but like I'm just kind of like. I think I what think is it's your she's, job. That is a kind of my well. Main she's, the, she's
0: definitely the doctor. She's definitely the doctor of the she's group. The but, medic. Yep. Yeah, she's the medic. But I I for some reason think that she makes it out. I cuz I feel like now that we know that her and Vel are together that you know they have a thing together uh Ooh. I see Vel dying and not Cinta like I see Cinta watching Vel yeah, die but, yeah that yeah and that, as as like terrible as that sounds that's kind of how just I going to get it.
2: shot it's just yeah
0: I see Gorn I also see Gorn dying in the line of fire um I'm not sure about uh what's his name the other one terramac is it terramon ter terramin ter- ter- i think it's terramin um uh, imperial no the oh. uh guy that was put in charge at the end of the episode um the other what, i think it's terramin i think that sounds um, right yeah i don't i don't i feel like i feel like he's going to bite the dust as well
2: he, he hasn't been it, like, he hasn't been used enough really i feel like that it, it
0: yeah. Like, I don't know. It's night. interesting. Either way, there's going to be a lot of death next episode. There's going to be a lot of death. As far as like the whole Cassian stuff in the episode, I really, really enjoyed it. I'll laugh um, if I we're talked... all wrong and they just survive. Every, every single right. one of them survives. Um, Andy, we do have the names up, but for some reason I didn't write his name down. <laughs> I was, and I was just I literally looking down. for it too. He's older. the only name I didn't write down. Uh, I think it's Terramin. but uh, Or Temerin. One of the other uh, Tamarin, I think is what it Tamarin, is. Tamarin, Tamarin. Uh, so, look, Tamarin? I, I I really enjoyed the Cassian stuff. I talked earlier about the pacing and, and um, how I like the slow burn and then taking their time with characters. I loved some of the conversations that were happening between characters. Uh, big reveals, kind Terror-Man. of the backgrounds. There you go. Um, background stuff for some characters, learning a little bit more about them. I really enjoyed it. I think that it's great. It's also setting us up <clears throat> because if they're giving us backstory on characters, then it's going to make us want to see them more. And then they're just going to kill them and it's going to hurt that much more. Um, I also love the Gorn stuff. I love seeing inside of the facility cause now we kind of have like a blueprint of what it all looks like and kind of what they're headed into. Yeah. It's, I think that stuff is really cool. Um, the tie fighter scene was incredible. <sighs> was incredible. There are some uh, sounds in this world <laughs> from anywhere
2: in the world. You could be in the middle of nowhere and hear a sound and immediately know what it is. And a TIE fighter screech is absolutely one of them. If you're a Star Wars fan at any yeah, point in the sure. distance, you could just hear that
0: and just be like TIE fighter. Well, I love that they didn't put any music behind it until it got closer and it was just the TIE fighter. And then yeah. it became... And that pilot, whoever he is, total asshole, doing the, the Maverick flyby, just had to do it. Just do a bunch of farmers. Just had to do his little Star Wars flyby. Um, but I, I also love how the scene kind of, it it paints the Empire in a little bit of a different light. right? It really made them kind of fearful. Um, obviously, we know like how fearful the Empire is, but in all of Star Wars, it's always just been Vader, Palpatine, the Death Star, Star Destroyers, etc. Now we're going up a garrison and a dam with a couple of TIE fighters and they're really, really trying to make, like, push it home that they can be as far away from the main battalion of Imperial troops and still be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a time where they are in complete control and showing that TIE fighter doing that, how much control they have over the land, no matter how big or small the planet may be, uh, they did a really good job of painting the, the empires. Look, they're still scary. They are still scary. They're in a time at, where it's their height. They are in control of everything. Uh, they're the ultimate power, power in the galaxy. And what they're trying to do, no matter how small of a dam it may be, it's still a very, very large uh, thing for them to achieve. Do you think um,
2: there's stormtroopers in there, or are they just workers?
0: I don't know. I, it seems like it would just be workers. That's. So, I'm starting to think
2: that too. Like I've been just kind of shocked that we haven't seen a stormtrooper either, just like mm-hmm. standing on top of the the dam building. Yeah, Damn building. Well, as far uh, as or something.
1: Yeah, as far as Empire assignments go, didn't they say like that planet world is like one oh, of yeah. the like Least lower desirable. ones? Police. Yeah, I mean. Have a couple of tie fighters, that's that's all you really need, right? Yeah, they he well, literally they well, well, I mean, that's kind until of like, next episode, so yeah,
2: well, it leads into what John said, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, here you go. Here's from John, uh, like how Gorn set it up so that the garrison would be empty without being the one to push for it, so no one gets sussy
2: about him. Because, I mean, like, like Geo said, they made a point to say, like, this planet, like, sucks, they don't like it. No the one wants to come. There. The only reason is for this light show that's about to happen, and they didn't want to be stuck inside while that happened. Yeah. So, which works into the favor of
0: as of all as of right now, it's all going according to plan. But we know, as far as the rebellion goes, it never goes according to plan. So, no. um, very interested in where that is is headed. Uh, any any final thoughts on everything that's happening? Uh, with with Cassian and company before we, re- we move on to Mon Mothma and then Cyril as well. Hmm. Any, anything else, boys?
2: I just love that Tie Fighter she- little scene. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's, uh, it's so
0: it, it was it's all it's like the moment where we first saw um, gave you a little bit of tension spray. that you needed in this episode. It's like the fr- it was like the first time we saw the fire spray in Mando when he dropped the uh, bomb, and we were mm. like,
2: oh yeah, because yeah. there. Like there wasn't, we've talked about it already, there wasn't action, but they definitely had points of tension to actually give you a little bit of like, not just this mundane speaking, like, and the two were probably all through this, which was the TIE fighter, and then Mm -hmm. him stealing the kyber crystal and like, those were I mean, if you call action or point of tension like that, those were the scenes. So like, for I mean, sure, they were both
1: pretty cool. I mean, wasn't exactly a planet blowing up or limbs getting cut no. off, but
0: I'll take it. Yeah, Geo's <laughs> just here for the violence. Let's be honest. Um, all right, let's let's get to Mon Mothma. We didn't get a whole lot of her this episode; just a few small scenes. Uh, but we did learn, which don't mm-hmm. want to brag, but I feel like I'm the only person on the planet who said it last week that we didn't get to see the dinner scene. We mm-hmm. skipped over the dinner scene, um, which. I know everyone in, in the world is pretty disappointed because there were some cool characters there. It could have been a really cool moment. Mon Mothma, Mon Mothma in the corner up against a lot of players that she's fighting against. Um, but All we right, still slide got some more. Come yeah, on. slide more, exactly. Uh, but we, we definitely got some interesting scenes with her. The main one being, uh, I guess you can kind of consider it the breakfast scene with her husband and her daughter. We got to meet their daughter for the first time and... Uh, Uh, I forgot what I called Mr. Mothma last week. I forgot what I called him. Yeah, I called him something else, though. Um,
2: Pushover.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. Uh, Yeah, he's he's all the above. But uh, we basically see that her husband and her daughter are not on the same page as her. Mm -hmm. Um, They aren't really a fan of what she's doing, that she seems to be keeping it a secret. She has no support from her family. Uh, I will also add that, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Tony Gilroy in an interview last week, or maybe an interview that was done a long time ago that was posted, he did say that the Mothmas, Mr. and Mrs., it was an arranged marriage. Yeah. Uh, so what did they, they say? Didn't- it was
2: like... Her, she had a baby out of wedlock and that was like shameful. So that's kind of
0: like, uh, maybe all I saw was the quote that he said is basically look at it as an arranged marriage. Essentially yeah, is what it was goes like. without um, saying. Yeah. I mean, you clearly can tell that they just don't like each other and, and maybe they did at one point. Cause obviously they had a daughter, but maybe that fizzled out over certain times or, or certain career paths being taken or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, it's being set up to like, and it's interesting because even though we know where Cassian ends up, this woman is literally the reason the galaxy is saved. She is number one, Uno. She is top player at one point in time. She's not right now. She has a long way to go, obviously. But we're seeing her in such a different light compared to what we've seen her in the past, even in Rogue One, which is five years down the road. She is in such a different part of her life. She's a completely different character from what she is now compared to where she is in Rogue One and eventually in uh, Return of the Jedi when we see her again. Um, It's very interesting. I'm very intrigued in how this whole process with her goes, because in five years, which is a short amount of time, she goes from what seems like a very open, not bright, but just kind of like normal person who's trying to fight for what she wants to a very mundane, reserved person who becomes the leader of the Rebellion. Extremely um, guarded and yeah, know, and I'm very, I'm, I'm very terrified that it has to do something with her daughter. Like I'm very scared that it has to do something with her daughter. Oh, right? they're for sure gonna die. Like, like that is, like Both I don't care are... about I don't care about Daddy Mothma. Like yeah, a parent can go away. But, daddy Mothma, yeah. Like if it if it like if she turns that way and goes full force against the Empire because her daughter dies, oof. I mean well, it's I would think it's safe to say that
2: ugh. that's gonna happen in some capacity. Yeah. At the same time, her daughter's kind of a prick too. So it's, I don't really feel that bad.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> so help clarify, the dad and the daughter do not know what she's doing. No. Well, right? okay, I all they question know about that because all they know is is a foundation.
0: Yeah, it's it almost like they made it seem... Like they know what she's doing. Uh, See, now I took it as
2: they seem, they think that she's like cheating on the husband. Like it sounded like, like it very much like I'm keeping a secret from you and the family, and we know, but you're not like bold enough to say it. But little do they know that the secret that they think is happening is not. I mean, what that's it is very but possible. it's something that you obviously can't be like, like yeah I'm starting a rebellion against the whole entire empire so like can you just chill the hell out, out like right now I'm not cheating on dad it's just like yeah
1: do they think it's yeah. the driver or
2: something no because didn't didn't he say something like because he asked about another man
0: uh, he said something about someone but I don't know who it was and maybe someone in the chat can clarify for us um, that's what I thought John John said they seem mad that she puts her senator job oh, ahead of, of them course. that's kind of what I felt obviously yeah. but I mean this poor woman is under so much stress like she said in the first episode she's literally or the third episode or, the, or maybe it was the fourth I don't know one or the other Um, she's literally the person who can be taken down first out of everybody if all of this is out in the open she is target numero uno uh and so this woman is trying to keep her family alive family together she's trying to keep the rebellion together all while keeping it a secret like maybe that's why she becomes so just dull in later in life (laughs) because she's given everything now i don't know
1: because she realizes something has to be sacrificed
2: for the greater good i don't know I mean, so, that's that's definitely I mean, the case. That's she has to obviously know that her husband would never be a part of something like this. He's living the. He's could give two cares about what the empire is doing. So like he's, he's for
0: himself and his health only.
2: Exactly. Like he's living comfy life under empire rules. So it's like why uproot the system? So you obviously can't say anything to him, and the daughter seems to play into whatever the dad. Wants and I mean, not not unrightfully so because like you can't trust. Let's just say a fourteen year old with like, yeah, I'm trying to uproot the government. Like, just kind of keep it on the down low. Yeah. it's like the, I agree. So obviously she's gonna have to keep them at an arm's length, but. It's going to come at the sacrifice of her kid and her. Or husband. something dear to her.
1: Well, yeah. could Yeah. Could be. Could be that. They do have a sweet ride, though. Oh, my God. That like, car dude, is so dope. Cars, damn.
0: Yeah. I guess the ship. I guess you can call it
2: the ship. ship is whatever so it is. It is so good. looking. they look that every time like
0: that. Anytime Coruscant stuff comes up, like it's just so. Well, there's like, a reason why they always do a slow-mo shot to introduce the car. Because they know they know they're like, yeah, we did dope. damn good with this thing. We did damn good <laughs> with this <laughs> thing. It's, I mean,
2: it's almost like they're making sure you realize you're on course on like mm-hmm. a level of luxury. And this is the highest part of the galaxy. And to which then you get Cyril, who seems to be like literally at one point looking up out the window. Yeah. Like,
0: so, yeah. Hi gaps that is very everyone's saying hi because you're oh, so loud, sorry. I need to so loud. <laughs> you clearly did you have a plastic bag in your hand do you want to come say hi now that everyone knows you're here sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah she's clearly under a lot of pressure um going into jewelry no not jewelry art yeah. galleries or something and I guess the Star Wars version of a pawn shop and picking out something for her husband and you know, can only move so, so much, much money more. around.
2: I want to see so much more in that ponch. Yeah. And the way
1: that uh Skarsgard's uh character, um, Lucian Lucian can just flip it, you know? He puts on a wig, puts
2: on a Well, know, did you watch last week? I up until that scene, I didn't know that was Skarsgard in the trailers. I swear for, to God. I I'm not kidding. When he changed I lost my mind. I... I Call me the dumbest person in the world because I literally was like... No, no
0: Brian, we we know who pulled a worse move this morning than I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say out Luthan, loud.
2: Sorry, but... did I say Lucian? I was thinking
0: <laughs> something else. I keep think uh, about Lex Luthor. Just yeah, right here, right but here. no. I, I Too also, many L names. Get the L yeah, names out of here. Well, when I speak fast, I don't even realize Luther, I'm Luther, Lucian, Luthen, get
2: out of here. Um luke but leia but yeah <laughs> i was flabbergasted when he put that wig on and it was the same person because in the trailers i thought they were absolutely
0: different people that's hilarious one hell of a facade yeah. uh geo question for you because you didn't talk about him too much um is stellan Skarsgård the greatest thing that ever happened to star wars Me, oh man,
1: me. I'm gonna need time to think about that. But <laughs> in 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 recent memory, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, perfect, just like perfect. again, He's so like so
0: good. God, yeah, God, man, it's such a perfect role for him. Too, uh-huh. It's it so is it so is. Man, just what do you what what are your what are your odds, Geo, of him him making it out of the series alive? No, he'll make it to season two. Do you think he makes it as season two, though?
2: Depends. Are they gonna do season three or that's it? No, no
0: it's two seasons.
2: It literally picks. It ends five hours before Rogue One starts. No. They said. They said no, the last I, I, I
0: shot. They said the last shot of the show is going to be Cassian walking on the tarmac to his ship and leaving to the Rings of Kaffirine, which is the opening scene of Rogue One. That'll be the very last thing that we see. Yeah, he's not gonna make it out. Um okay. which
1: sucks. Man.
0: No, but hey, I, I that's know. fair. That's totally fair. Yeah, I mean, come on, how we I don't think he's making no, it out of season one. That's what I said. And I hate to say it, but I don't think he's making it out of season one. Damn. I know. I, I, I know I'd be so, so, I, I'd be so I know, but they, they have to raise it. like we're in a time of Star Wars where the stakes are at the absolute highest. And you have to do something to solidify that. So, I think
2: it would be oh God. It would be such a heartbreaking scene if, like, the Empire just busts into his shop, and it's I just think that's like
0: exactly what's going to happen.
2: And he gets full blown busted, and you're just like, "Damn it!" I, I think that's like, exactly what's going to happen.
0: I think so too. But it's just yeah. like because we, yeah, it just it it fits. It fits with the type of show that, or story that they're telling. Yeah, and like you he know gets outed. Or, or he, there's suspicion around him, and they just they bust him. Yeah, they they raid his shop. Ugh, it's God. gonna suck. It's gonna I break know. my heart. Um, this, all show, right. this show is so good. It's so yes. well written. Yes. It's so. Uh, well let's written. let's talk about. Um, let's talk about. I think my airpod just disconnected. Hold on. Uh oh. Uh oh. There we go. There we go. Uh, let's talk about Cyril. The last thing that we could talk about in this episode, we got some more scenes with him this episode than we did the last episode. And he's in mommy jail. He hates his life at the moment. He's at the bottom of the barrel of Coruscant looking for one minute of sunlight a day uh, and apparently going to work for his uncle at some point. Um, his uncle. Yeah, his uncle. It, come on, like,
2: I can't be the only one that's like, some. I feel like a, a face is going to pop up. Like, it's going like, to be we,
0: someone big. It has to be someone big, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but what are we thinking about Cyril so far? Like, it, his kind of story at the moment, we obviously see at the very end of the episode that he still has the little hologram of Cassian, and he wants a little revenge tour. Um, what 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 is everyone's thoughts so far on Cyril? Gio, go ahead. Uh, wow, what a fall from grace, that guy. That's a really good
1: t-
2: way to put it.
1: If he had just... And he has no one to blame but himself, you know, he... He thought he was this person until he actually went out there into the battlefield and realized, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not this person. I'm very much by the, I'm book smart, maybe not street smart, you know? And I don't know. I get this feeling that he could have a redemption arc in the form of what if he switches sides, you know, like, how someone would that, will. Absolutely, how, someone like, will. Like, how would that, you know, work? You know, like, just there's a reason why his character keeps coming back. You know, he's obviously going to play a bigger part, but I'm interested to see who this uncle is. And, you know, will he be the the opposite of what Luthen is to Cassian, you know? Where,
0: Saw. Or Saw,
1: yeah. Saw's it's and, not Saw. No, it's not Saw, but I can't oh, wait to, to see. Watch it be
0: Saw. Oh my I God. I can't wait
1: to see Saw,
2: man. Come on. I hope
0: I hope this Saw is a little bit better than the Saw in Rogue One. That's all I like, Oh, the I Saw in Rogue, Rogue One was like
2: tail end, right? I, like, yeah. I think this is going to be like peak Saw Guerrera. I hope so. I peak, hope so. like not optimistic Saw, but like peak, like stuff is going to. He's well, I
0: mean, we saw him in crazy. Rebels. We saw him in Rebels and in, in how well done he was in Rebels. Like, he was at his, like, military height. Doing and this stuff, is happening at know? the same time as Season 1. Yeah, so, so it's it's very similar timing. Um, so I, I hope they definitely adapt the character a little bit better than they did in Re- Not that to say I hated the character. I just, I thought it was a very weak version of the character compared to what we had just witnessed in Rebels. And even in Clone Wars, when we saw him at a little bit younger age. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, look, I, I think Cyril, his his story out of all of them is taking his time. Uh, he's definitely on a path to maybe a little bit of revenge um, or maybe I redemption.
2: I still think he's going to work with uh blonde chick. Deidre. Yeah.
0: It's kind of where I think it's headed as well. I think at some point, somehow, she's desperate
2: to find out what happened on that planet. And he's the, literally on the planet that she's on right
0: now. Yeah. I think, I think there's going to be some way that their paths are going to cross. Uh, I don't know how just yet it's going to be a random act of just running into each other. Yeah, I forgot about her. Yeah. I think, I think I do think that his path eventually leads him to joining the empire personally. Um, the Empire. Yeah. I think he becomes an Imperial. So he gets a promotion. Uh, well, I mean, technically, yeah, but maybe yeah, yeah. he works so well with her that she gives him basically a letter of recommendation and that's how he gets a job. You know? Maybe uh, they or fall maybe in he love. does something, yes. maybe he does something so well not as an imperial and they see it and they're like, "Okay, well, come work for us." You know? And cuz he he just he just fits the type. He 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 kind of just fits the type. And he always did from the moment we met him, he fit he fit the imperial type.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I could see Vader the- choking him to death at some
0: point. <laughs> uh but yeah so it's interesting his story is definitely taking its time so is Deidre's both of theirs are taking their time but like like we talked about with the arcs I think their stories are going to be woven in much more in uh the third and fourth arcs um these two the first two arcs they're like obviously we saw Cyril in the first three episodes a lot we saw Deidre a little bit in this one but I think once we wrap back around away from this planet and the, and the uh, heist and we get into the like the kind of heart of what the story's going to be about, see a little bit more Mon Mothma, maybe go back to Ferex, their story's going to come back around, and we're going to be able to see Deidre more, uh, more of Cyril, and and possibly them confronting Cassian at one point. So, Do we think Cassian's headed back to Ferex at any point? I think towards the end of the season. I think so, too. Yeah. We need more Bix. We need more Bix. I think maybe like nine. That's fair. Like, maybe the last arc is all back on Ferrex. Yeah, sure. Mm. Something like that. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right, gentlemen, any final thoughts on Andor episode five before we wrap up?
1: Um, great show. Great start. Yeah, great start. You know what Luthen said um, towards the end of this episode when uh, I guess his lady is like, you know, at this time tomorrow it'll be the end i and love he her response. or maybe the beginning it's that that right there is exactly what this whole yeah. series is the right. beginning of the rebellion so you're right saw
0: come on guy i love Luthen's sister by the way i think she's awesome uh and i hope we get to see more of her even though i probably i think she's probably gonna die brian what about you any final thoughts
2: Literally, not one person survives the show. No. The only person that survives the show is casting. Mon Mothma is even up at the air at the way we're killing off. People. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. right.
2: Um, no, I, this show—it's like literally watching a movie every single time. I, 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 I love it. It's—it's it's one of the only shows that is so, like. I almost put Game of Thrones just in its own category because there just never seems to be anything like just written and produced as well as Game of Thrones, where it just like consistently hits every single episode, except for the last season. Um, This is doing that for me, where it's just literally consistently hitting every single episode And there might not be any crazy action like there was in this episode, but the episode still hits. Uh, The dialogue between characters, like it's no, there's no stupid or non-important parts in there. Everything that's in there is in there for a reason. And they're doing it to tell the story. And in this case, two stories because you have Mon Mothma's story playing at the same time. Um, it's just so it's brilliantly done and uh, I, I think it's better written than Mandalorian I think it's the way it's playing out is uh, it's it blows my mind like I mean like I said any other show I would have been like oh this is a filler episode but with this it's just like alright that's the next that's literally the middle part of the movie just give me to the next part
0: so I can see the end of it. Like it's, it's incredible. I agree. Uh, I watch every episode, finishing it, wanting the first, the next one to start right away. I mean, yeah. it's, it's. I, I can't wait to watch this back, like all twelve episodes in one day. Just have a day off and just binge the hell out of it. I think it might uh, be one of the most, bit like
2: rewatchable, like binge through shows that yeah. Marvel or Star Wars, a- any streaming thing has been i mean I, I
0: i said it last week i think it's the best thing that disney has done with star wars since they've gotten the property uh the show is phenomenally written and it's even better executed which is a big deal so um yeah Andor is all thumbs up here guys it is all thumbs up here uh that is going to wrap it up today this week everything Andor episode five thank you so much for joining us um everyone in the chat we see you guys we appreciate it. Let's do some quick plugs before we wrap it up for the evening. Geo, where can everybody find you online?
1: On Twitter at Insider Geo. Thank you, Jake, for making that happen for me and giving me that idea. Twitter and, and- uh, <laughs> uh, Phantom United, my separate YouTube channel. Check me out there. I do separate five-minute digestible videos and uh, talk, give my opinions on stuff.
0: Geo, I gotta teach you some TikTok because I feel like you'd blow up on TikTok, my guy. Um, Brian, what about you? Uh, all soon
2: on Twitter and Instagram. Marvel Rewind tomorrow. Our boy's coming back. He's returned. Did you watch the clip? No, I'm staying away from everything. The I, only thing the only thing I've so watched far away from it. The only thing I've watched is the Frog Guy, and it got me so excited. Like it's just peak Leap stupid, frog. Leap, 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 Leap frog. frog. Yeah. Leap frog. It's just peak stupidity character that I absolutely am going to love and spend money buying pointless crap on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so come back. I'm sure some people will want to be on that talking it too. Um, yep. But yeah, Check us out tomorrow.
0: Yeah, tomorrow, probably around the same time here, 630. Um uh, we already have a guest lined up for next week's finale, which is super mm. exciting. Brian doesn't know about. Mm. Uh, and then Saturday afternoon, 4 o'clock Pacific, uh, Keith and Jacob will be reviewing the latest episode of The Rings of Power. They're going a little bit later in the day than the first couple episodes. Keith's uh, Keith works for FedEx, and so when the holidays happen, his schedule yeah. gets chaotic. Um, um. So he's working Saturday mornings, which is why the show's been pushed back. So it's at 4 o'clock Pacific uh on the channel and they are talking uh the rings of power so check that out and then we'll be back next week with all of our shows as well uh so yeah thank you guys so much for joining us everyone who watches weekly we really appreciate it guys uh stay safe have fun and we'll catch you guys next week